hello, hello. It is summer and I could not be more excited. And something that comes up with summer is schedules are different. Things are often busy and travel is often happening during the summer. And so I'm going to talk about how you can balance your hormones and really nourish your body even while you are traveling so that you can number one, continue to make progress or start to make progress if you're just starting out on your hormone balance journey, but also so you can really truly enjoy your travel even more because I know that if I feel good and if I feel like I'm taking good care of myself, I'm going to enjoy my trip so much more than if I feel like I'm going to have to dread, you know, starting over and revamping everything in my life when I get back. So let's dive in. Welcome to the Happily Hormonal Podcast. Now, if you're a little iffy on whether or not the word hormonal is a good one, you're in the right place. My name is Leisha Drews, registered nurse and functional diagnostic nutrition practitioner turned holistic hormone coach. And after going through my own hormone journey and having my three babies, I actually believe that our hormones are one of the greatest gifts that we've been given as women. And that no matter what you've been told, it's possible for you to have thriving energy, good periods, and a stable mood all month long. And I am here to show you the way. I think it's time to change the narrative around words like hormones and hormonal and start to reclaim the power that we truly have as women, which is the power to change not only our own health, but the health of all of our family for generations to come. Hormone balance doesn't have to feel hard. It can actually feel simple and fun when we do it in a way that aligns with how our bodies were made. If you're ready to start trusting your body again and feeling really good in that beautiful body that you've been given, then grab yourself a yummy drink and maybe a snack and let's do this. Okay, so today I have four things for you to think about as you're getting ready for summer trips and hopefully you have some really fun ones planned. I know we have several trips planned this summer. We had one planned for Memorial Day weekend, which was just last weekend when I'm recording this, and we actually ended up deciding to postpone it because we are still in the process of moving and remodeling and we haven't moved yet. So we're just going to take a little hold on the trips for a minute, but we do have a couple of different road trips planned. And, um, I have seen over the last couple of years, as I've started to implement some of these tips for myself, that just makes travel feel so good to me. And I'm obsessed with travel. I love doing new things. I love having adventures. I love new experiences. And so anything that's going to make it better, make it easier, make it more, um, just in line with the life that I want to live is absolutely on track for me. So number one that I want you to think about as you're, before you even go into the three tips that I have for you today is you truly have to know yourself and know your baselines and be honest with yourself, what makes you feel best and what level you need to do it at. So what I mean by that, for example, is for me, I know that I feel best with like eight plus hours of sleep a night. Honestly, I love getting nine hours of sleep. Truly in my life, I don't get nine hours of sleep a lot of the time. I get closer to like seven and a half to eight really regularly. And I do fine with that. I feel fine. So I know on vacation, if I'm tempted to stay up really late, that I'm probably not going to feel as good the next day that I stayed up late, but I know that I can get away with it for a day or two. I also know that I can't get away with it for like four or five days in a row and still feel as good as I want to feel. So that's a baseline for me, even with travel that I'm not going to stay up super late every night. And this, again, this applies to me where I have kids who wake me up at the same time every morning or maybe even earlier on vacation. So my sleep window is essentially going to be shortened if I stay up late. 
Um, Another thing that I know for me is that I don't feel really good when I eat a lot of gluten or when I eat a lot of processed foods. And so I want to manage that even on vacation. And it doesn't mean that I'll never, you know, have something out of the ordinary for me when I'm on a trip, but I really do like to save that for when it's going to be a time I'll really enjoy it versus just, oh, we're on a trip. So I just have to eat crappy food because that's all there is at the airport or something like that. So when I'm thinking about travel for me, I do think about my baselines and I do think that like, I generally need to get like a pretty good amount of sleep. And I also want to stay eating fairly well because I want to feel really good. And I want to be able to enjoy what I'm doing at the places that I'm doing it. And sure I can get away with, you know, not enough sleep for several days. I can get away with eating crappy food for several days, but when I look at, you know, kind of more of the big picture, it's not something that I want to just try to get away with. I'd really rather feel good the whole time. And what I've found since I've started implementing these things is that I come home from a vacation feeling much more refreshed, feeling much more like excited about the next thing, but not feeling like, okay, it's time to go home and like go on a diet or reset or like, I'm so bloated from vacation. I gained 10 pounds or whatever. And that's just honestly, like, it's not worth it. And so I want you to be able to feel that same way and be able to just enjoy vacations basically without any side effects or, um, like unwanted consequences afterwards. So number one is just truly do know those baselines. And if you're listening to this and you're not super sure, really understanding and like being able to listen to your body and pay attention to how you're feeling and understanding because you've experienced it the things that truly make you feel good versus the things that truly don't. That is something that I walk through really step-by-step with my students in Nourish Your Hormones and with my one-on-one clients as well. And so if you need help with that, definitely reach out. I have solutions and support for you there. And I would love for you to be able to really feel confident. That's one of the things that my clients walk away with the most is they come out on the other side of our time together and they say, man, I really had no body literacy. I really had no idea what was going on in my body. And now I feel so much more confident that when something comes up, I know what to do about it. And I know what factors are involved versus just feeling like, what the heck I have to like figure out another diet or another supplement plan or something like, I know I'm on the right track and I know why. And that is the empowerment that I really, really love my clients to walk away with. Okay. So let's assume, you know, your baselines and you have a general idea and that one of those baselines is that, you know, that you need to eat pretty good food and you need to eat pretty consistently to feel really good. That's a pretty typical baseline for a lot of us. So some tips that I have about eating on vacation is number one, you want to be like fairly in control of your food if possible. And so staying somewhere with a fridge and potentially even a whole kitchen is really great. So for me on vacation, I don't really cook a lot on vacation unless we're like staying in a house for a whole week or something like that. Um, and oftentimes that's with family and we'll kind of take turns making dinner, but I don't usually cook a lot, um, when I'm on vacation. So staying somewhere with a fridge is really good and I can find really nourishing and simple foods that don't require a lot of cooking. That'll be great for the week. And just having a fridge is really ideal. So definitely staying somewhere with a fridge or like with the level of a kitchen that you need is really nice. Um, even if you're staying in a hotel or staying at family's house, just make sure that you have access to that. And then you'll know ahead of time how you can plan with food and kind of what to expect. So when I know that I have a fridge and I know that I have whatever level of kitchen that I have, 
I will generally plan to do a grocery pickup on my way like into town, whether I'm driving into town or um, if I'm flying, especially I'll do a grocery pickup. If I'm driving and it's not super far, I may just like grab groceries where I am at home and then take them with me because it is a little easier to shop in your own town. But I have found that generally you can find kind of a box store that you're used to in the town that you're going to and just order a grocery pickup the day before so that you know exactly what you're going to have with you. And then you can, you know, just grab those things on your way into town. Doesn't take you a lot of time and you're ready to go, ready to vacay and you have your food with you. So some of the things that I really like to order a lot of times is number one, of course, for me is breakfast. And so I always want to make sure that I'm going to have something with protein and carbs for breakfast. And usually I just want to make sure that it's something that I can grab pretty easily and quickly and that I'm not going to bother anybody. So specifically if I'm staying like at a friend's house or at family's house, I don't want to be the high maintenance girl getting up in the morning and being like, I need, you know, a full three course breakfast right now. Um, that's not, that's not my like life in general, but I really like to just get something easy for breakfast. So one of my favorite goes to's is just like a really good quality organic yogurt. I like the uh, purely Elizabeth granola. That's a brand that's pretty nationwide as far as I can tell. And I'll get some organic berries and I'm good to go with that. I can grab whatever portion size I need to have that be either my real breakfast or to have that be kind of my like pre-breakfast if we're having a big breakfast together as a family and I feel good. My blood sugar stays balanced. I am able to, you know, start my energy off on the right foot in the morning, um, especially, you know, when you're traveling and you have kids and maybe they're not sleeping so well, like mamas need something right away in the morning. And so I like to usually do that for breakfast. Sometimes I'll also grab eggs and just boil them. So again, I'm not like cooking in the morning, but I'll have boiled eggs and I can have some fruit on the side, something just super simple and easy so that I have something to go on and I can start my day of vacation feeling really good. Um, I also will generally get like healthy sandwich stuff. So I'll get a really good quality bread. I'll get some organic. I like turkey lunch meat, some organic cheese, and I'll pick up a mayo. That's not a vegetable oil mayo and just have like kind of just basics for sandwiches. Um, a lot of times we'll get, obviously I will buy some carrots as well. Um, just a couple like easy veggies, fruits, things like that. And then maybe a good quality, um, chip like the Siete chips or something like that, because I like to have something fun along the side of our sandwiches. And I don't eat a ton of sandwiches at home. I love sandwiches though. And they are so easy to put together. Sandwiches are great because you can pack them. You can take them along if you're going on an adventure for the day, or you can come back and, you know, have something to eat at your house, but it's easy. And again, you're not going to be spending all of your time on vacation cooking, but you still have some very good quality, very um, nourishing foods that are going to help sustain you while you're traveling. So those are some of my favorites. Those are things we pretty much always grab. And then I'll also grab a couple of snack items that maybe again are not even snacks that I would eat at home just because I don't need them to be quite as convenient at home. But I like the um, perfect protein bars. Those are really good. I like the RX bars to a lesser extent. I think I kind of like burn myself out on those a little bit, but a lot of people like those and the ingredients are really good. Um, sometimes I'll grab just like some cheese. I know that that's a great protein snack for me, some nuts, some fruit, something easy like that. So that again, if we're driving around, if we're exploring or we're at the beach or we're on a hike or any of the fun things that we want to do on vacation, I'm not spending a lot of time 
really even thinking about food and I'm not stuck grabbing something at a gas station or at a fast food restaurant because I don't have anything. And then when I do eat out, it's because I want to, it's because I'm ready for a really good meal. I want to try something new versus like, I'm just, you know, starving and I have to take whatever there is because that's the only option. I'm also pretty intentional about hydration when we're traveling because that is something that's really easy to do is to get dehydrated. And so I'll usually bring my adrenal cocktail powder and I'll grab some orange juice in my grocery pickup and make some adrenal cocktails while I'm there. And, or I'll make sure to get some purified water. A lot of times wherever you're staying, there's just tap water. And I personally don't drink very much water when it's tap water because I just don't like the taste. And I don't really like the, um, added things in tap water. And so I will usually just grab some jugs of purified water so that I have something to drink. And I also really like to get a few just kind of fun drinks as well. So I'll get some kombucha or some healthier versions of soda or some sparkling water or something like that, because it really can not only just help hydrate you, but it also can be helpful to, you know, have your own version of healthy drinks. And then you're less likely to want to not only drink like alcoholic drinks, but also like grab a soda with lunch or something that isn't really going to be as aligned with your values on food. And then when we do eat out on vacation, I promise you, I'm not picking like the most perfect organic restaurant ever. Every single time I do have children and it's not always always doable, but also I do like to look for more like local restaurant options or restaurants that seem to have more whole food options or better ingredients. And absolutely. If I am at a restaurant and I want to have a burger and fries, I totally do it. Or I'll eat the chips at the Mexican restaurant a lot of times. And like, I'm fully aware that those things have plenty of polyunsaturated fatty acids, plenty of vegetable oil. They are not ideal nourishing foods. And I really appreciate that when my baseline is good and when I'm used to eating really nourishing food most of the time, my body can handle those things. And I also sometimes will bring along um, some vitamin E supplements because that can help uh, protect against damage from those inflammatory foods, but also um, it is really helpful for just antioxidants in the body. And so, especially if you're on vacation at the beach, which is my favorite, then you can add, you can bring along um, cod liver oil and vitamin E, and both of those things can help with sun exposure really more ideally when it's taken long-term, but that's just a little quick side note. So I'll usually, I will not bring all my supplements when I'm on vacation, by the way. Um, but I do usually bring a couple things like maybe a little bit of vitamin C, um, my cod liver oil, vitamin E, and then maybe some magnesium because, you know, sometimes when you travel, your gut's just not feeling quite as good as usual. And so a lot of times I'll bring magnesium, but those are pretty minimal and I don't try to take them like every single day or take them perfectly, but I do like to bring a couple things along that I know will just again, help me feel good. So that's pretty much everything I wanted to go over with food. And I will say my motto with this would be keep it simple. Don't overthink it, but also don't underthink it and just not even pay attention to anything until you get there. And then that's really when you are kind of scrambling and you're like, I don't know, you know what I'm going to eat, or I'm just going to eat junk food all week and just hope that it works out fine. Because again, like, can our bodies get away with that? Sure. But does it make us feel best? Do we feel the best when we get home? No. So thinking ahead just a little bit can really make a difference. Okay. Next thing that I want to talk about tips for travel and feeling really good is movement. And so with movement, I am not the girl who is in the hotel gym, probably like almost ever when I'm traveling, but sometimes, especially on a road trip, it does feel so good to be able to move 
And so I will go to the gym in those instances. But really what I mostly focus on when I'm traveling is just getting some movement every day because when you're off of your regular routine, that can really help you just feel good in your body. It can help with your digestion. It can help with your sleep. And some of my favorite ways to get movement in are just by exploring and like doing something new, doing something that I really love, like swimming or hiking, or just taking a walk when we're visiting family and spending time talking. Those are the ways that I usually will get my exercise. And it's not in a way of like, I have to check this off my list. I'm trying not to gain weight, but really just wanting to feel good again. And so getting that movement in can be really, really nice. And I do think it's something to aspire to every day during your vacation, because sometimes we do go places and we just sit and really, again, that doesn't make us feel good at the end of the week. And so being able to get a little bit of movement in, whether that's a walk or a swim or a hike every single day can really make a difference in how you feel when you get home and how you feel on the trip. And then my last little thing that I wanted to talk about was sleep because sleep is one of the things that makes us feel good or makes us feel bad, depending on if we're getting it. And specifically, if you are a mama like me and you're traveling with kids, my biggest trouble sleeping on a trip is my children not sleeping. And so I will take a noise machine along with me. We have one that's pretty little and I will always bring that and put that in where my kids are sleeping. Um, And a lot of times, you know, we're all sleeping in one room on a trip. And so that's really makes a difference for us if we have a noise machine on especially since you know my kids are used to sleeping not all in one room and it can really help kind of muffle not only outside noises but noises of the family members around you or whatever that is so that is a 10 out of 10 requirement for me that we just bring our little noise machine along and that can really really help um and then also getting sunshine during the day for you and for kiddos can be really helpful in being able to sleep well and just reset your rhythms because a lot of times with travel, there's a time change, there's a time difference and that can throw off everyone. But if you're able to get sunlight right away in the morning, hopefully, and then also throughout your day and even be outside at sunset, that can really help reset those rhythms and help you not only sleep better, but feel better during the day too. So getting some daily sunshine is incredibly important. And then for you, if you are having any trouble sleeping on vacation, or if you're having trouble going to bed because you're having so much fun, totally understand that. Just kind of check in with yourself on a daily basis and think about what you need and then try to stick with that. So if you tell yourself in the middle of the afternoon, like, man, I really need to not go to bed as late tonight, then maybe you can remember that better around 10 p.m. versus at like 1 a.m. and regret it and feel like you're going to be dragging the rest of your trip. I also think that it can be really helpful to wind down a little bit. So for me on vacation, it's all the things I love, lots of things that are new and exciting, and I really you know, kind of like get in that go, go mode some of the time. And so being able to actually say, okay, no, like it's time for me to go to bed and I'm going to go spend 10 minutes and just wind down a little bit. Maybe I'll put my feet up on the wall and let my cortisol levels come down. Maybe I'll do a little bit of stretching. Maybe I'll just sit outside for a few minutes and breathe and like enjoy, you know, the evening, whatever that looks like. I also do think that even on vacation, having your phone turned off, like turning off those blue lights a little bit, and even looking at what EMF exposure is at the place you are at. My family 
we're really good about turning off like the Wi-Fi at our house. We don't have a lot of EMF exposure within our own house, but a lot of times when we sleep somewhere else, like the Wi-Fi router is right in our room, right by where my baby is sleeping or something like that. So we'll just unplug that while we're sleeping. And even that little bit of interference can make a difference in how you're sleeping and how your body is adjusting to a new environment. So I think that that can be really helpful too, but just giving yourself just like a tiny bit of routine, a tiny bit of space to wind down really can make a difference. And, you know, each of the things that I've talked about today is like, when you add them all up, it can be quite a few things, but that's why you need to go back to knowing your baselines and knowing like which one of these are the most important for me. And when they start to become a rhythm for you and a routine, even while you're traveling, it really doesn't have to be like what you're spending all your time on by any means. It really is meant to make things easier, make things more fun and make things more enjoyable while you're on your trip so that you can really be present and you can enjoy those moments with your family and with your friends and um, explore the new places and all the things. So I hope that this has been helpful and encouraging. Please send me your questions. I'd love to hear from you. And I hope that you listen to this because you have a really fun trip planned. But if not, then maybe this will help you in, be inspired or find a way to be able to take a little bit of a trip because I think that it's one of the most fun ways to reset in the summer. And even if you are home, thinking about how you can use some of these tips to just make your summer a little more easy, a little more joyful, um, kind of shift a few things in your routine while things are different in the summer. It can be really refreshing and feel like a fresh start and make things a little more fun. And I don't know if you know this, but your hormones love it when you have fun. It reduces your stress hormones. It makes everything better. So I hope that you have some fun planned. And speaking of fun, I have a really super fun, super quick thing for you to do. If you've gotten all the way to the end of this episode, you've obviously liked something about it. And so I would so appreciate if you would literally take two seconds, scroll down to the bottom of your podcast app and leave me a five star rating. And if you want to really knock it out of the park, you could also leave a written review, but this really helps other women find the podcast and it makes me really encouraged to see that this podcast is encouraging you and really helps me to keep things going.